So unfortunately, a new COVID variant is here as New York declares a state of emergency. Indiana school who exposed the critical race theory in the school has been put on leave. DC public school shares resources for decolonizing your Thanksgiving and Twitter labels Chrissy Gnomes, the governor, a fascist over her cannabis laws. We're gonna do all this and more in just one second. If you can, please drop the video like, share, subscribe to the post notifications on every single day. The show goes live every single night on YouTube and Facebook, so be sure to tune in. And every single morning on the podcast apps, the Joey Saladino Show. So be sure to go there and subscribe as well. The show is completely funded and supported by you guys. Become a YouTube channel member, Facebook channel member, being a Patreon supporter goes a long way. I haven't gotten a new supporter in, I think, two weeks now. So support, greatly appreciate it. Let's get right into this. So Indiana school admin who exposed critical race theory has been put on leave. This is my first time reading this story. So let's go through and see an Indianapolis public school administrator was put on leave and banned from the school buildings after revealing how critical race theory is being taught in the schools. And before I read to this, too much of this, so this way the real news can get out there. Be sure to add engagement to this video. Like, subscribe, share this video, send it to your friend, do whatever you have to do. It's all free. Clicking the buttons is free. So um, Tony uh, Kinnett, I think this is the guy, uh, as one hour as of one hour ago, Indianapolis Public School has suspended the access to my email and Google Drive. Tony Kinnett, who worked as a science coordinator for the Indianapolis Public Schools, has posted a video on Twitter exposing the school system for lying about critical race theory being taught. I'm currently banned from going to any IPS school building or hosting any professional developments, he tweeted. November 24th. He told the New York Post that he had uh, had been put on paid leave since November 4th and said HR warned him that he, he would have to leave if he continued to act as a whistleblower. They also told him staff have clinical anxiety working with him. So the, so the staff has anxiety working with him because they don't want to be exposed uh, basically on what they're doing. Now, listen, I, I can understand if this was a private school and the guy, you know, gets fired for being a whistleblower, but, but my problem is with this, this is a public school. The, 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 the citizens of that area, the citizens that are paying taxes for those schools, the people who have kids going to that school, literally have a right to know since it's a public school. And I don't think it's the public school's I, I do not, they shouldn't be putting someone on leave for exposing the truth. But obviously it's the people, that, the power structure at B, uh, that obviously just want the truth to get out there. So he tweeted out, it's a good thing. I downloaded all the other racist documents and videos from the public server weeks ago. Looks like real Chris Rufo and I are going to have a ball. Let's see who that is. He's a writer um, for a journal or whatever. So he's probably going to be breaking the story. Besides losing access to his Google account, Kinnett has been banned from entering any building in the school district. Kinnett said that prior to losing access, he downloaded the racist documents and videos that will be released at some point. Obviously, guys, don't forget to subscribe. I will keep you updated as that information gets released. Um, he also told the New York Post that he thinks a district should come clean. Parents have a right to know that the district's approach to curriculum and pediology, so they they uh, might make the best decision in where to send their kids, he said. In the viral video, Kenny explained, we tell our students that every problem is a result of a white man and that everything Western civilization has built is racist, that capitalism is a tool for white supremacy. This is in math, history, science, and arts, and it's not slowing down. 
And I think it's funny because there are people on the left who say critical race theory isn't being taught. So first they're saying critical race theory isn't being taught. Then they're saying, well, that's just regular history. As in, your opinion on history is not history. Your opinion, uh, capitalism being racist and Western civilization being racist, and that, that is an opinion. It, it's a wrong opinion considering the fact that capitalism has resulted in more minorities becoming rich than ever before. The more minorities becoming rich in, uh, I guess, a, a predominantly white country. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? Capitalism is so racist that in a predominantly white country can you have more rich black people than anywhere else in the world. Crazy. It's, it's insane. It's, 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 so, it's so racist. <laughs> but, you know, so a new COVID-19 variant is here and it's been just been announced. So we had the discovery of a new COVID-19 variant called B11529. The World Health Organization scheduled an emergency meeting on Friday. Disclose puts out there just in South Africa requests an urgent WHO meeting on a multi on multi-mutation COVID-19 variant first detected in Botswana. The variant, which has been named Omicron, Omicron appears to have a high number of mutations, uh, which will affect how it behaves and spreads to people. Now, before we read too much into this, don't forget to drop a video like, share, and subscribe. Add all the engagement you can to this video and send it to a friend. The only way the show can grow is completely free to do. So a doctor um, who's a technical lead on COVID-19 said, we don't know very much about this yet. What we know is that the variant has a large number of mutations and the concern is that when you have so many mutations, it can have an impact on how the virus behaves. B11529 was detected earlier this week in South Africa where a team of scientists from seven universities in working uh, to learn more about it. Earlier this month, the variant was identified. Okay. Hong Kong and Israel both announced that their first case of the new variant this week. We are currently on the verge of a state of emergency. Our main principle is to act fast, strong, and now, says the Israeli Prime Minister. If you haven't learned anything, if we haven't learned anything from the past variants that happened and that spread, is that it doesn't matter how fast you act or how draconian you act. It, quite frankly, does not matter. Because by the time you're able to detect it, it's already spread to enough people. It's already been out there to enough people that it's that whatever you want to do, it's too late. If you're going to shut flights down from the countries that have been infected, it by the time you discover that, by the time you're able to shut it down, that virus is already there. To think that this virus is not going to go from country to country or go overseas is actually idiotic to think. So the technical advisor of the SARS-CoV-2 virus evolution met today to review what is known as a COVID-19 variant B B11529. They uh, advised WHO that it should be de uh, designated a variant. Okay, listen. Uh, apparently, Biden shut down flights in and out of this country um, for, you know, added in and out of um, South Africa. Uh, th this is also tanking the stock market. And it's not tanking. The thing is, it's not tanking the stock market because, oh, there's a new, there's a new flu virus going around that's going to kill people. So, you know, the economy is going to go to shambles. Uh, the market's literally crashing because they fear what these Democrats are going to do in response to the flu. That's what they're fearing. Oh, well, we got another variant coming around. Oh, looks like everything's going to go on lockdowns again. 
Looks like they're literally the market fears Democrats more than the virus. According to the biologist in Belgium, the first case in Europe has been detected. Scientists say that a high number of mutations can be the variant is more transmittable and immune response could be affected. The UK uh, Health Security Agency reported it has a spike in protein, which is very different to the original strain, raising concerns about the vaccine effectiveness. Of course. Of course, because it's because it's going to mutate. So by the time you have everyone vaccinated for the first one, there's going to be another mutation. I mean, that, that's, just, that's not rocket science. It's more common sense. You don't need to be a virologist to understand that point of view. Many areas have already uh, started restricting travel over the concerns. EU commissioner, president, whatever, 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 said flights should be suspended until we have a clear understanding about the danger poised by the new variant. The travels returning from this region should res- uh, respect restrict uh, strict quarantine rules. Um, so the UK and Israel have announced travel restrictions, and the UK has banned flights from South Africa. Scientists from the US are set to talk with South African scientists Friday to learn more about the variant and how it affects antibodies. Dr. Fauci said, we want to find out scientists to scientists exactly what's going on. Listen, Dr. Fauci should be the last person involved in these conversations. But it's something that has emerged in South Africa uh, and seems to be spreading at a reasonable ra- rapid rate in the sense that when they do test positive, they're seeing a bit more widespread in South Africa than originally felt a couple of days ago, he added. Listen, I get it. It's okay to be cautious. I get it. It's fine. I, I, under, I guess for the most part, I, I kind of understand shutting down travel temporarily until you at least understand what's going on. I guess it kind of makes sense. What I'm hoping is not going to happen, what I hope doesn't happen is that the left goes full tyranny again when it eventually does come to America. That's what I'm hoping doesn't happen. We know Florida is going to be good. We know Texas is going to be good. California, New York, I think it really is time to move, guys. It really is time to move. And there's going to have to be another, there's going to, there's going to have to be another vaccine. There's going to have to be more booster shots. And they're going to, and they're going to blame, they're going to blame all this on the unvaccinated, of course. Meanwhile, we're, what we're probably end up going to end up seeing is, my prediction is, we're probably going to see people with the vaccine probably get the most sick from something like this. That's my, that's my prediction. But we'll see. So a D.C. public school shares resources on how to decolonize your Thanksgiving. It says D.C. public schools, so plural. So let's read. Uh, This is, I think, uh, a tweet that went out of some of the resources on how to decolonize your Thanksgiving. And before we read too much into this, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Add engagement to this video. Only way the show can grow and the truth can get out there is if you add engagement. It's totally free to do so. So let's see. Uh, recognize the history of the holiday. Thanksgiving is a day that can be difficult for many to celebrate as we reflect the history of the holiday and the horrors inflicted in our indigenous populations. If you celebrate, our um, equity team has shared resources for how you can consider decolonizing your Thanksgiving. If you host a Thanksgiving meal, consider doing a land acknowledgement. Read the recommendations. Two articles to decolonize your holiday. Okay, and it's, it's links. Book recommendations for children. I wish you and your family a joyful start to the holiday season. Happy Thanksgiving with gratitude. Um, Use appropriate language. Don't sugarcoat the past. Use terms like genocide, ethnic cleansing, stolen land, and forced removal to reflect the actions taken by colonizers. You know, know, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. Let's be real here. Let's be real here. 
there, there is a group of people that have done mass genocide, ethnic cleansing, they stole the land, uh, and forced removal to reflect actions. There are people who have done that. You know who you know who done that? Um, the Indians, I guess, that we did that to. And to the Indians that, you know, it goes down the chain. There's all different tribes that came and stole the land and did genocide and raged war on the previous tribe. It's, it's not, it's not, it's they're, they're, what the left is doing is they're trying to take things that happened literally hundreds of years ago that literally happened all throughout history. A, a commonality that's happened all throughout human history. And since it ended with us, we're the last one holding the big stick, the bigger stick. We're the last one. We're the, we were the only one to actually turn this land into a thriving society. Isn't it amazing? They went from throwing sticks and rocks and stones and living in teepee huts. You give us 100, 200 years, 300 years, and look at, look at what we created. <laughs> the biggest, boominest economy the world has ever seen. The most inventions the world has ever seen. But you know, maybe, maybe, we should just, maybe we shouldn't have taken the land. Maybe we should just give the land back. Insane. So it also says land acknowledgement uh, shouldn't be grim. They should uh, function as living celebrations and in how indigenous communities ask yourself, how am I uh, leaving indigenous people in a stronger, more empowered place because of this land acknowledgement? Focus on the positivity. Listen, also, here's another thing. Like, there's tons of land in this country, okay? First off, the country set, set, specifically set aside land for these tribes, these tribes that have a history of genocide as well um, on the previous tribes. Also, another thing is, nothing's stopping you guys from going back into the woods or back into the desert. <laughs> I'm, I don't think it's so much um, many Native American people complaining. Maybe there are probably a bunch. But it's nothing is really nothing is stopping you guys from going back to live in that way of life again. Nothing. Literally nothing is stopping you from going back to live in that way of life again. But you, why would you want to? You're welcome. According to Fox News, he sent letters to the DCPSS community encouraging parents and children to decolonize Thanksgiving, a holiday which he said brings up horrors. After expressing his gratitude for the community and encouraging families to stay safe amid COVID-19 pandemic, he included a message entitled, Recognizing the History of the Holiday. Freebree, I think that's his name, encouraged the community to decolonize Thanksgiving. Okay, whatever, whatever, whatever. Someone tweeted out in preparation for Thanksgiving, I have been uh, talking with my three young kids about gratitude for the blessing of health, family, and friends, for the privilege to live in a free and prosperous country. The D.C. public school system, where they all attend, had a very different message. And this is as D.C. school chancellor sent a letter to D.C.P. Okay, we already read that. Regardless of what happened on the first Thanksgiving, most people today do not even think of the, of the holiday's history. Instead, they gather to celebrate and honor family, to connect and give thanks. He shared articles that he believed would help the community decolonize Thanksgiving. The articles claimed that the way Thanksgiving is taught in school intentionally uh, internalizes oppression, which explains that the uh, stories of the first Thanksgiving perpetuate racism and stereotypes. They go on to encourage the eating of Native American foods rather than traditional American cuisines. 
I don't I don't know what well, we eat fried fried rabbit not even fried rabbit roasted rabbit over over a fireplace maybe eat some scorpion uh, probably some bugs uh, you can go outside and gather some berries if you want to have a real Native American Thanksgiving um, <laughs> I don't really know what they eat but it's probably not so good probably probably they probably do eat bat soup bat soup you know. Don't want to be insensitive. You gotta eat the bat soup, eat the bugs. You know, hey, you know what? I'm gonna go outside. I'm gonna go. In, I'm gonna go in the desert. I'm gonna go get some sticks. I'm gonna get some fire. Um, I'll get a. I'll I'll go hunting. I'll I'll go where you know. I don't know. I don't know. If we want to have real, a, a real native Thanksgiving. So Twitter freaks, Twitter leftists label Nome as a fascist over cannabis laws. And she's the, the governor of, I think it's South Dakota. Yes, yes. So I'm about to show you how crazy these people get over this cannabis law and how just deranged these leftists are. But before we get into this, don't forget to give us a like, share, subscribe, and engagement to this video. The only way the truth and the real news gets out there is if you get an engagement, send this to a friend. So left-wing Twitter has exploded after South Dakota's Supreme Court has ruled against recreational marijuana use, usage. Their hate has been specifically targeted at Governor Chrissy Noem, who has reinstated a change in state law that would allow the drug to be used freely. Uh, that she resisted, sorry, she resisted a change in the law that would allow it to be used freely. Now listen to this person. This is a verified check mark called the U.S. Sinkers. Don't quite know what that is let's see the first band of the resistance our hilariously thought-provoking debut record the orange album is now available on vinyl cd and digital that's what they that's what their bio says okay the orange album talk about hilarious jeez an original they tweeted out chrissy gnome is a fascist mass murdering dingbat maga cultist who doesn't want South Dakota to have legal cannabis even though the majority of her citizens voted for it. Republicans make everything worse. Vote them all out. Hashtag legalize it. Hashtag vote blue. Hashtag Mount Rushmore. Can you imagine getting that extreme? Fascist, mass-murdering, dingbat, MAGA cultist. Can you just imagine? What, 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 what did she do that would result in such vile language towards her? Oh, she didn't legalize weed. Okay, listen. I'm a pot smoker, not going to lie to you guys. I think weed should be legal, okay? I'm not going to lie to you guys. It's like, it's literally the, the, the one drug that I think should be, it shouldn't even really be much of a debate about it being legal, to be completely honest with you. And I, I do think that it, they probably should have legalized it. But what we'll talk about Chrissy Nome's hypocrisy in just one second. Um, but I really wanted to call out how crazy and radical like responses like this are that comes from the left. First off, Republicans make everything worse. What? You can't legally smoke weed? Honestly, to break it to you, it's better to get illegal weed, to be completely frank with you, just because you're not going to be paying an absorbent rate in taxes on it. Find a dealer that you like. Find a dealer you know and trust. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you already have one. <laughs> Vote them all out, you know, just because of the weed thing. Has nothing to do with you know all the Democrat cities with the rampant crimes. Has nothing to do with you know the Democrat cities or, or states with you know incredible taxes. Move to a different state. Let's move to California. What are you doing? Well, let's read. Chris, um, so 
the overuse of the term fascism dilutes its meaning. Fascism is an incredibly oppre oppressive political ideology that emphasizes on authority and nationalization. I love how they call her a fat, uh, what is it, a fascist mass murdering dingbag. Meanwhile, I, I bet you this person would vote for Cuomo in a heartbeat. A quite literal fascist mass murdering dingbag. Um... So let's see. The idea that failing to legalize marijuana is some form of fascism is a far-fetched hyperb uh, meant to paint political leaders as evil by comparing them to one of the most oppressive systems of the government to have ever existed. NPR reported that the South Dakota Supreme Court on Wednesday upheld a lower court's ruling. Okay, whatever. The actions really wasn't a result of the actions of Nome in the first place. Rather, it was a court decision. She says, we respect the court's decision that the referendum violated the state's constitution. The state of South Dakota would to continue to implement the, uh, the medical cannabis program. So first off, they're factually wrong. The U.S. singers included a series of hashtags below that, that you know, whatever. However, voting blue does not seem to solve the problem of, of cannabis legalization. Joe Biden is currently the president of the United States, yet, yet marijuana is still federally illegal. The blue states have not legalized the substance. Many blue states have not yet legalized the substance. On one side of the fence, there are several Republicans who have accepted the legalization. I think Chrissy Nomes should make it legal, okay? And I'll tell you why. Because she came out and she said when it came to COVID lockdown uh, rules, while DeSantis and Greg Abbott were fining private businesses for requiring a vaccine, okay? We're talking about, you know what I mean? I don't want to get too much into the weeds about that conversation again because we talked about it a lot in the past. But basically, if you're a bar in Texas or Florida, and if you want to require people to be vaccinated, like let's just use as an example where maybe you're fearful of the vaccine. Maybe, I mean, maybe you're fearful of COVID. Maybe you're old. Maybe your doctor tells you you're highly susceptible of COVID, okay? Maybe your employees are also fearful of COVID, and you have a right to be. At the end of the day, you have a right to be fearful of whatever you want to be fearful of and take steps within your own personal life to quell those fears. So you get vaccinated, you're wearing a mask, you own a bar or a shop or a restaurant, whatever it is, okay? And for your own safety— I mean, let's be real here. There's, there is science to, to, to back up being vaccinated, okay? Let's not be delusional here. And you're saying to yourself, even, even fact, you know, at the end of the day, the fact doesn't even matter. None of the facts even matter. It's about your own decision, your own liberties. And you decide, you know what, I'm kind of scared of this thing, or I don't know enough about this thing. You know, I only want to have customers that have the vaccine, you know? For, for my safety, for the safety of my employees— uh, they all agreed to it. I agreed to it. You know, we only want to serve vaccinated people. If you did that in Texas or Florida, the state, the state will sue you, take your liquor license away, and make it a, a hassle for you. They won't allow you to do that. And Chrissy Gnomes and even myself come out from the point of view is people should have the right to patron whoever they want, like to allow whoever they want or don't want to enter their business. Okay, I don't want to hear discrimination because in, in capitalism, you're, you're technically allowed to discriminate and the free market will solve that. 
Because if this bar is requiring a vaccine, and this is in a world where nothing's mandated by government, if this bar is requiring a vaccine and this bar isn't, the one right next to it, I'm going to obviously go to the one that's not requiring a vaccine. Whether I'm vaccinated or not, I don't even want to go to I would rather give my money to a place that does not care. Whereas there might be, there, think about it, there's, an, there's a whole half of this country who's fearful of this COVID stuff. So they would decide, you know what, I'll rather go to the place that's vaccinated. Makes me feel better. Makes people working there feel better. Who cares? You have the ability to go to that bar. I have the ability to go to that bar. Who, who really gives a damn? Obviously, where the problem comes in, it was when the government comes in and says, we need to make everything vaccinated. That's what the problem is, because then you lose your freedom of choice. You lose the free market. And I think that goes the same way for either or end of the spectrum. I don't think it's right to have the government come in and say, you're not allowed to ask for the vaccine. But I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm fearful. My doctor says if I get it, I might die. Like, why do I have to be forced to serve unvaccinated people? Whatever. You know, hey, in the free market of things, where the government is not enforcing anything which way at all, in the free market of things, the market will sort itself out based on supply and demand. That's a fact, okay? Let's not even debate that. So Chrissy Gnomes came out, and she kind of called out DeSantis and Greg Abbott a little bit, saying, I'm not going to be doing what they're doing. I think it should be up to the people to decide what they want to do. And she's right about that. Conservatives freaked out about that, you know. But she was right. It's better to let the free market handle it than for the government to come in and make a decision in one way or the other. Because when the government comes in and makes a decision one way or the other, you're going to have half the people pissed off and the other half the people happy, no matter which way you go about it. Best decision at the end of the day, leave it up to the people. So because I believe she shares in that, I guess, more libertarian ideology, more con I think it's a more conservative ideology when it comes to the spectrum of big versus small government. I think when it comes to that, she should be in favor supporting the legalization of marijuana. She should be. And if she's not, I'll, I will go on the record and call her a hypocrite for saying this thing, but then doing that thing. That's my opinion. Because you don't got to smoke it if you don't want to. You have the choice. So, many, uh, so yeah, I, I want to know, let me know what your thoughts are. Obviously, if you want to learn more about this opinion, I have tons of 30, 40 minute long videos out there. <laughs> explaining this point of view a little bit better than this. Um, so hold, hold your dumb comments if you disagree. I probably already addressed it in a past video, and I really don't want to read them. But anyway, guys, thank you for watching. Listen to Flips of the Show, the Joey Saladino Show, and all the podcast apps. Listen every single morning. The show goes live every single night on YouTube and Facebook, so be sure to tune in. The show is completely funded and supported by you guys. Become a YouTube channel member, Facebook channel member, or even a Patreon supporter. It's greatly appreciated. It goes a long way. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Peace out.